Welcome to Story Smack. Hello, my name's A. Kovacs, audiobook narrator and founding partner at Empty Sun Entertainment. And I am Scott Sigler, New York Times bestselling novelist, and a fucking hate pikes. <laughs> this is episode 19 of Story Smack, the podcast about stories and storytellers in the world of pop culture. In this episode, we are obviously talking about Snatch. Snatch. Yes. But that's actually not the only thing we have going on. No, we're talking about the two, the year 2000 movie by Guy Ritchie, which he wrote and directed and stars a whole bunch of great people. And with us today are my two nephews who have come to San Diego to visit. Caden, how are you? Good, how are you? And Tyler? I'm great. They are both uh, football players at the University of Wheaton. Wheaton, Wheaton. University? yeah, uh, and uh, Wheaton College or University Wheaton College, Wheaton College, yeah. College. at Wheaton College shows you what a I was going to say, like the University of Wheaton's <laughs> yeah. not a thing. I have no <laughs> idea about my nephew's secondary education. <laughs> yeah. I'm clueless in this. In Although this you did take over their education about Guy Ritchie movie early yes. uh, two uh, thousand yes. Guy Ritchie movies. Yes, That's true. So what we wanted to do with this episode is usually it's A and I, and we're, now we're just branching in the world of having guests in this podcast. But right. we always talk about our favorite movies, and usually it's the twentieth or twenty fifth or thirtieth anniversary of, of a random movie. Uh, and this time we thought we would bring in some young guns and get a different perspective because I'm, I'm very crotchety about movies. And very crotchety about movies. I'm not, sh- I'm not sure movies. if it's because I have exceptional taste or I'm just fucking old. <laughs> I don't know which of the two it is. Oh my gosh, your grandparents are going to kill me because I swore on this podcast in front of you right now. Although to be fair, on the first podcast that your mother was on, you said your mother didn't really like to hear you swear. Yeah. And then you said, isn't that right, mom? And she said, sure, shit is. <laughs> and I, I was quite shocked. Not going to lie. So we're going to talk about Snatch. If you haven't seen Snatch, there's going to be a ton of spoilers in this. It is Guy Ritchie's second movie. The first was Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, which was out a couple years before. Uh, he's very Quentin Tarantino-esque. I assume mm-hmm. heavily influenced by Quentin Tarantino, but... I don't know that for sure, but they're very similar directorial style. And it's a great time to do a Guy Ritchie joint because he's got that new King Arthur movie that's coming out shortly. Mm. You guys is Vinny Jones in that? I don't know if Vinny Jones is in that. No, no. But, I think uh, that's a hallmark of a good Guy Ritchie movie. The guy from Sons of Anarchy is in it. Oh, Jax Teller from Sons of Anarchy? No, the long haired dude. Yeah, blonde hit long, long hair. Is that him? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, well he's, he's a, not the actor. He's a, a character. In he's a character. The, the actor who plays that, who is also in Pacific Rim, mm-hmm. uh, is in that. So great. So now we're talking about Guy Ritchie, and this is supposed to be Guy Ritchie's big comeback because he has made some stinkers in the past few years. Just he's trying to make the same kind of movie. It just hasn't worked out. But Snatch, in my opinion, is an absolute classic. First of all, uh, A. Kovacs, your reactions for overall reactions for Snatch? Uh, you know, Snatch is a great movie. There are things that are really fantastic about it. It's one of the first times that Brad... It's 2000, so Brad Pitt's already a movie star by mm-hmm. then. And it's one of the first times that he branches out in a... Oh, my goodness. He's not He's not just pretty to look at. He's not just hardworking. Mm-hmm. He's not just... Like, he's a really, really good actor. And yeah. he's a really good comedic actor. And I think he doesn't get a lot of credit for that. And this is one of the first times that he shows up. And he's fantastic. How he understands the sort of traveling Irish gypsy, pikey uh, language and, and syntax and all that other stuff, I have no idea. But he does a great job. He's an, he's an actor. He doesn't, well, that's cred- just he doesn't get any credit for being an actor because right. he was ripped in that movie too in Snatch. Yeah, he, was. he was just yeah. ripped. Yeah, and then there is a... So he plays a bare-knuckle boxer, yep. but that is sort of the least um, surprising thing about his performance, right? Because he's super cut. You'd expect that. He's covered right. in tattoos. You see that again, both those things again in Fight Club. So you get, you get that, but... Or is Fight Club first? Fight Club's first, I think. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. sort of see the, this commonality, but then all of a sudden he's... He's he plays the 
the stooge, right? He's supposed to be the Pike. He's supposed to be this really dumb guy, but he's really playing everybody in the yeah. in the set. So that's I think it was great, and I think he's the best performance, except for maybe Vinnie Jones, who Vinnie I love Jones so much. Is great. Yeah. I love Vinnie Jones. Tyler, also mm. known as T Bird from the old days as a as a young lad, what were your thoughts on Snatch? Overall thoughts? Uh, I enjoyed the movie a lot. Uh, it's a lot different from the movies coming out now. Mm-hmm. Um, like like you said, a lot less shaky cam, which seem to not enjoy as much. It. I can't stand this. Uh, we've grown up. We, every movie we've seen that's been released since we've been alive, well, since we've been able to understand movies, since we've been alive, have had all kinds of shaky cam. There wasn't any. And does shaky cam bother you? No, I mean, I'm used you're, to it. You're used to it. That's yeah. what Aina talked about in many, many times. I don't like, even notice it until you say something about it during a movie. Um, but I, I really liked it. I like characters that are uh, portrayed for you to hate. And so I really enjoyed Bricktop. Uh, yeah, just because yeah. the whole time you kind of have this distaste towards him, you're like, "Oh, this guy's a jerk." <laughs> uh, he was my favorite character just he was, because uh, he ran great. the show. Yeah, but, uh, I liked it a lot. Like we talked about, uh, I did fall asleep for a bit. <laughs> <of the movie. laughs> we did. We did get up and go fishing at 5 a.m. Yeah. And we wound up watching Snatch almost at midnight. So yeah, yeah. that was a tough representation of actually if I liked the movie <laughs> or not. But it was it was good. I enjoyed it a lot. Caden, what did you think? I liked the movie too. I also fell asleep towards the end. <laughs> we were very tired, and the couch is pretty comfortable. So, um, as far as the movie goes, I I thought it was good. I liked the action. Uh, I really liked the ending. I thought, you know, they kind of brought all those storylines together well. Mm-hmm. I I didn't really know that where they were going through through the middle with following that plot with the diamond. I didn't really know how that was going to factor in, and then okay. they brought it all together at the end, which was good. Um, I thought, like like I said. Brad Pitt as a, as a fighter was was very good. I, I thought he was hilarious in the in the Pikey role, and I also uh, I really liked Frankie uh, Frankie Fourfingers. He was Frankie Fourfingers. Benicio, yeah. Benicio del Toro yeah. plays yeah. Frankie yeah. Fourfingers. Bobby, there's a lot of things that you don't know. <laughs> and I can't say I sh- I wish I could say, but I I can't remember how famous Benicio del Toro was in 2000. I'm gonna guess. Not a new actor. No, he was on the up. I don't. I don't have his yeah. uh, filmography we just in front of me. Saw but. him in uh, what, what was that? Uh, the movie about the cartel. Yeah, uh, uh, Sicario. Yeah, Sicario. Sicario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really good in that. He's really good in that. He's fantastic. Yeah. But back then, it's it was surprising to me. Um, if I am remembering correctly, because it's been a million years that, since I first saw it, it was surprising to me that he died. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Spoiler alert! Again, a yeah, little late. Spoiler, but, that's fine. Um, yeah. But it because he was a big enough star and such up until that moment in the plot, you know, that doesn't it still doesn't happen very often. It happens in your writing, Scott, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't happen a ton where you're like, okay, I get this. I'm following this guy. I'm following this guy. Well, that is not how I thought that was right now. I'm like, oops, totally dead. And then you think he's not really dead. But then they shove him in the trunk and you're like, no, he's he's definitely that is him under the under the tea cozy cozy on his head. (laughs) Yeah, he's spectacular in it. He is a real show stealer and so much talent in this one. Um. Tarantino, I think, is for all the things he's got going, he has no credit for his physicality. I've talked about this in podcasts in the old days when we did the Friday Fix. He does a movie called Sparta, where his fight choreography and his performance is, is lights out. He's an awesome physical fight actor, Fight Club Sparta, and in Snatch. And I remember watching Snatch when it first came out, and my buddy Bernie and I, we had to rewind it to watch his first knockout punch for the big guy. And when we rewound it, we slowed it down like it was just everything was perfect. The punch lands, it just happened so fast, but he puts it right on the jaw button. And everything he does in this movie is is so good. This movie, Guy Ritchie style, is like Tarantino, where there's several different disparate story threads that all come crashing together at the end, or a Seinfeld episode. 
that same approach. Like, how are they possibly going to tie right. all these things together? These guys are all completely different. But they do bring it all together. So the fight choreography is really good in Snatch. And you're right, there's no shaky cam. Yeah. There's well, some trippy stuff. It is stuff. interesting. So, Caden, do you notice the shaky cam? Yeah, I, I've noticed it before. Before When you guys mentioned it. I, I like the shaky cam. I think it adds an element of, like, gives it more action. I'm just more saying. more of an action-y feel. We talk about this all the time. And as you know, your who, uncle Who are these kids you let in here? I don't, I don't know these. Hate shaky cam. And my argument is, like you said, uh, if you... If that is all you know, then you don't, you're not offended by it, right. which is, I think, and the other thing I think is you guys play a lot more video games and always mm. have in your life than we did. Not that we don't play video games, but, you know, that happened to us in our teenage-ish years. Right. And so that action is quite different, too, and mm. I think they're similar, the, the shaky cam and, and, and video game action, which is why stodgy old man over there <laughs> hates the shaky cam. I, hate I always feel, I personally feel like it's lazy film directing because I grew up in an era with actual fight choreography and you could see, you could follow the what's happening and lately they just move the camera all around. It's, well, it's crazy. There's crazy action going on and it's a substitute for actual hard work in my opinion, but well, it doesn't I, seem to bother you guys at all. I feel like it can be overdone Yeah, if, yeah. if it's just crazy and you can't see what's going on. You know, there's some fight scenes like where you, where you can't even tell what's happening. Yeah, who's hitting who. Does yeah. that bother you if you can't tell what's yeah. happening? Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I haven't noticed it. I mean, it's hard. It's it's. Like I said, we watch every movie with it, so sometimes you don't even notice it. You're just like, oh, this is just another fight scene. Right, and I think that's why it bothers you, Scott, so much, is that you, you. I mean, I hate to say this because you sound like a million years old, but like I remember back in the day when, when, I when was there wasn't kid. even the technology to do that. Because yeah. it, it, isn't the, it isn't the cameraman literally shaking the camera. It's a device that does that in a in a manageable for your eyes way. So yeah, controlled manner, so... You know, it's a, definitely a choice that I wonder if folks who are really used to shaking him, if it was a slowed down enough so that you could see every punch land and see every step and see every chore piece of choreography, you'd be like, oh, my God, this is so slow. This is the yeah. slowest fight scene I've ever seen in a million years. If oh, my guys, God, I'm going to die. If you guys want to see an, uh, some absolutely amazing fight scenes and you haven't seen Sparta, go back and watch Sparta or go watch Sparta and watch Brad Pitt whoop ass in Sparta. He's and not to put awesome. too fine a point on the physicality, Brad Pitt's physicality and ability to do that. There's also a movie called Burn After Reading. It came out in like 2007, 2008. It's a Coen Brothers comedy. Mm -hmm. And whether or not you like the Coen Brothers, you might not like the movie, but it he plays a, he owns a gym franchise mm -hmm. and he's super tweaker. Like he's really cut and he's got like a blonde streak dyed in his dark hair and he wears like Adidas sweatsuits all the time and he's always running and he's always talking and he's always chewing gum and he's like talking on the phone and running on the treadmill because it's his gym and it's oh, and he's movie, frenetic yeah. and yeah. fantastic. And uh, doesn't that is another where he, he's on top in Snatch, maybe not so much in Burn After Eating, but both worth seeing. So let's talk about this movie. And the, we'll go through the movie. And one of the unique things about this, like a Quentin Tarantino movie, is it's it's five or six completely separate stories. And they're all basically character studies. So what Guy Ritchie's trying to do in both the script and the directing is get you to fall in love with these characters right out of the gate. So we open up with Benicio Del Toro playing the part of a Hasidic Jew in a diamond shop where he... He gets in and they're having a long-winded argument about whether Adam and Eve is a literal story or a figurative story. And then it's very, it's very slow-paced and odd. We're watching it all through security cameras. And then when the violence starts, Guy Ritchie gets in with the music, too. So they're, they're robbing the diamond joint. Mm -hmm. And there's a ton of just excellent music. I won't go into detail in the music because I haven't looked it up at all, but it's just fantastic. A lot of great 70s-esque little funk, little guitar work. But every time there's an action scene, that is punctuated by music you wouldn't normally hear in a story. 
They get in there and they steal a diamond as big as your fist. And then all of 86 the... 86 be- carats. 86 carats. Flawless. And mm. all the betrayal gets going. And then we meet Boris the Blade, mm. who is played by... I can't even pronounce this guy's... This dude's name. Raid. Here you go. Caden, you give that a shot. Raid Serbegia. Raid Serbegia, who is... Phenomenal. Everybody's so good in this, which is a hallmark of Guy Ritchie. In my opinion, this is before Guy Ritchie hit the drugs, which I have no idea if it hit the drugs, but you watch Lock, Stock, Two, Smoking Barrels, I don't think he hit the Snatch. drugs. He did marry Madonna, though. And that, so that, that must have been yeah, a bunch like of veins. Yeah. Sent things off in a different direction. because <laughs> He equal. might have had other things vying for his focus, <laughs> yeah. let's say. Equal to doing drugs. His He's later movies problem. follow the same pattern, but they just don't, they don't seem to have the connection. Um, and then we get into uh, we get into Brad Pitt, fucking Pikes. I to buy a caravan for a month, and you can't you can't understand what he's saying. How did were you guys able to process most of what he was saying or no? No, yeah, I, I was. I picked up on it pretty quickly. Okay, but no clue what he was saying. It's contextual too. So you just kind of con- it is yeah. contextual. First time I watched it there in the DVD, there is a Pikey a subtitle. You can turn no, really? on an option just when the Pikeys are talking, you can hear what they're saying. And it's it's uh, it's pretty great. Technically, they're they're travelers. That's the technical gypsies. They're travelers. They're in in Ireland. Those people who you would just define, fucking jibos called, called I fucking hate Pikeys. <laughs> travelers. And of course, Jason Statham is probably the lead actor in this. And this is Jason Statham's first big movie, Turkish. Turkish. Because after this, he did Transporter, which now in this movie. Of course, he's a huge action star now, and he makes he'll yeah. t- he'll obviously yeah. do any movie for I'm a check. He doesn't yeah. care. Yeah. But in this movie, he's got an overcoat on the whole time. You never see him take his shirt off, and he never punches anyone, and he never does. It. He, he hits yeah. one guy with a bat. That's oh, yeah, it. Yeah. And then after this, we're like, oh, that dude's really cool. Well, Transporter, this looks cool. You watch Transporter, and he's just chapow. He's yeah. just yeah. cut Shredded. up, and it, that's an ama- the action scenes in Transporter are just straight out of Hong Kong, crazy. There's one scene where he completely greases himself up from head to toe. And he's so guys can't get a grip on him. He's hitting him with pipes. It's just, I remember watching it, just being amazed. Like, is this the same guy? This is crazy. And apparently awesome. he liked that because all he's done is every so, yeah, movie. Yeah, we only know, up. we only know Jason Statham as a killer, as an action a fighter. Star. Yeah, right. we don't know. We, that was the first time I've ever seen a movie with him where he doesn't. And did that surprise you to see him in yeah, a role like yeah, this? Yeah, absolutely. When, we, when he was first introduced in the movie, I was like, okay, this guy is going to be for sure the enforcer. He's going to hit somebody. He's going to. Yeah. They obviously take his shirt off, flex, but he didn't at all the whole movie. So I was a little, I was like, oh, all right, well, this is a little different. This but. is a little different. This is a little different. So we're um, all, yeah. And just as a side note, he and Vinnie Jones grew up together, went to oh, the elementary school, played football wow. together. Yeah. And Vinnie Jones is a uh, premier soccer player. The Bullet Tooth Tony. Yeah, Bullet Tooth Tony. Yeah. Played in the English Premier League really? at the highest levels. I, don't know I that. think for Wimbledon. I think Wimbledon is no longer a franchise, but there's a great shot of Vinnie. Look up Vinnie Jones' ball grab. He was just the dirtiest player. He was so dirty. And there's a great shot of him where he's standing. He's standing. There's a guy right behind him. And Vinnie Jones is like looking downfield as if nothing is happening. And his right hand is reaching back and just a full on grab of the guy behind him is nuts. And the guy behind him is like, oh, it's, just, it's an amazing piece of sports photography. He was just so dirty and he's very mean. Yeah. And Jason Statham is also in, uh, he plays uh, Bacon in Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels. Does he? Mm-hmm. How big of a part is Bacon? It's not a super big part. It's it's, but it's again. Richie knows Guy. Richie knows Vinnie Jones, and Vinnie Jones and Jason Statham know each other, mm-hmm. and they're they're the the oh, they're mates. Well, and Guy Richie talks about like they're sort of the 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 street level feel that he wants for his stories. 
So he and I think correctly cast both of them in both in both movies. They they bring that that fast paced kind of London. I don't yeah. want to say street urchin because they're all grown ups, but that London underbelly kind of feel to it. And the eloquent dialogue of the London underbelly. Everybody, okay. every comment is, boy, that, diagram that sentence. That was absolutely amazing. It was so eloquent <laughs> with three or four fucks thrown in yeah. uh, for good measure. Uh, so Jason Statham plays Turkish. He's a fight promoter and he wants to buy a caravan, which is a trailer. And so he sends his buddy, uh, to- Tommy, he sends Tommy to buy a trailer from the Jibos, from the, uh, the Pikes. And we meet Brad Pitt, and Brad Pitt sells him a shit trailer that with, falls he's apart. He's with Gorgeous George. He's with Gorgeous George. He's this huge bare knuckles boxer. Yeah. And Gorgeous George is supposed to fight in a fight <laughs> co-arranged by Turkish and Bricktop, which we mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wind up the trailer gets ruined. So uh, was- Tommy decides in his in highly intelligent brain he's going to book Gorgeous George in a bare knuckles boxing match with Brad Pitt. Gorgeous George. Gorgeous George, who's, who's not three, gorgeous. Three times the size three of Brad times, Pitt. Yeah, yeah, three times. And uh, Brad Pitt uh, knocks, gets beat up a little bit before he actually starts to fight. And then he gets he knocks out Gorgeous George with one punch, yeah. breaks his jaw. So I have, I, have, I have to break in and ask you guys. Uh, so you guys are on the same football team at Wheaton, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Is, is there a, a plethora of nicknames on your team? Oh, yeah. Because so far we've been talking about Turkish, Bacon, Gorgeous George. <laughs> Brick yeah. top. Yeah. Like, we don't There's have no that. Even though last last week on this cast, I decided I was going to call you hot dog. I can't remember why, but I was going <laughs> to call you hot dog. I mean, yeah. Was, what yeah. about you guys? When I first came into Wheaton as a freshman, I had to learn three names for everyone. I had to learn their first name, their last name, and their nickname because <laughs> everyone had everyone has a nickname. And everyone and calls yours? each other. I'm I'm just Caden, little Sigler or Sigler. I'm, yeah, so. I'm Siggy. 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 Interesting. Uh, okay. Sigler. I don't get called by my first name overly. Really? Often. Yeah. And then. Uh, and then, yeah, all of our buddies just seem to have different nicknames. Well, uh, I remember you guys last night talking about Scuzz, yep. or Scuzz, when we were watching the movie Scuzz, a couple yeah. nights it's ago. It's Caden's pal's name is yeah. Scuzz. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's from yeah. He, Scuzzville, USA, right? Yeah. Also known as Greenville, Greenville, Greenville Michigan, yeah, yeah. where I live for a little while. That's, all, that's where he got that nickname. What and, are some uh, of the other great uh, nicknames in oh, the man. team for boys? I'd have to think. Pretty soon there's going to be a brick top, I'm pretty sure. Uh, <laughs> the next big lineman. I have a buddy, Nick. His last name is Blazik, so everybody calls him the Blaze. Yeah, it's a, it's a good one. Pretty pretty laid back one. Then there's a guy named uh, so Chris Spielman, the linebacker for the Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. His son, Noah Spielman, plays uh, defensive line at Wheaton. And he's f- maybe maybe six foot, 5'11", probably 280 pounds. So he's a pretty wide mm-hmm. guy. And everybody, his nickname is Speedy, which is... Really ironic because he's really slow and uh, <laughs> so everybody calls him Speedy. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's any other ones. Yeah, I can't. Do you guys have a nickname for Petway? Uh, big Red is Petway. Yeah. Okay. That's, and that's self-given, I think, a little bit. <laughs> he's a big red-headed he's a big, southern yeah. man. He's I'm like, not surprised you guys gravitate to nicknames, though. I've never... I've, called literally in my in my family you only use someone's actual name if you want them to do something or they're or, in trouble yeah yeah That's and it. it's the reason that i ask is it's such a strange thing for me because you can't really nickname a freaking one letter name like it doesn't it's not a thing really <laughs> so i don't have a lot of nicknames um but i also think that it for the movie it creates this feeling of camaraderie even yeah. though they're divergent groups like turkish doesn't know every all the right. other nick but mm-hmm. you sort of feel as the viewer you sort of feel like oh i get this whole tableau mm-hmm. which is the same thing that happens on the football team like yeah. watching yeah. you guys interact with each other on a personal level is different than me watching the game mm-hmm. but you can tell like even if it's somebody for I, like we saw last september we saw you we saw tyler play um you were out injured, right? Something with your yeah, foot yeah, or something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, um, and uh, 
we could tell like you had a personal relationship with somebody on the other team like you clearly played with them a lot and there was mm -hmm. like a skirmish or whatever and then you went and glad handed and whatever and yeah. I think that's the sort of thing that that feeling of that tableau you get a lot in this mm -hmm. underbelly kind of environment of snatch which is the reason I was asking and I think that helps the viewer kind of understand the level of interaction and dependency and it's, it's great coloration too it's character styling because there's probably a Tyler a dozen Tyler's movies there's a dozen Cadence mm -hmm. there's many many Scott's there's only one Doug the Head. There's only one. There's only one Brick Top. There's only one Bullet Tooth Tony. Yeah, Gorgeous right. George. Gorgeous right. George. So he's by by giving nicknames, he's able to immediately crystallize a character, and you've never heard of that before. Right. Like Brick Top, you're like, what the hell does that name mean? Yeah, I was right. gonna say too. I I forgot about one nickname. I only have one friend who calls me this nickname. Uh, so my birth name is Irvin, named after your dad and mm -hmm. my dad, who's your brother. And uh, it my real name's Irvin, and so I he saw my driver's license and was like, oh, your real name's Irvin. And so, and, but he said Irving, so he added a G on the end of it. Mm -hmm. So every time he would say Irving, he would add a G jokingly. And so finally I was like, all right, dude, there's no G in the name. <laughs> and so his nickname for me now, he just puts as many G's as he can in the name <laughs> Irvin. So he says Gergvajing every time. <laughs> and so that's my roommate, John, John Cowboy. But that's, uh, that's probably the worst nickname I have. Cause it strictly, that's a lot. strictly said to, to try and. Irritate me and yeah. get me angry. Does it work? Oh, yeah. Really well. <laughs> and I know you, uh, your uh, lifelong friends call you Sig. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Call me Sig. But when I was a little kid in our family, it was Scooter, Scatman, Brains. There was Scooter. Brains. I've heard that one. I, yeah. I, I, I only, if I actually heard the word Scott, I'd just freeze up immediately. I knew the jig was up. I was done. I was I'm done for. I'm going to keep trying to make hot dog happen. You, what well, you do it too. I don't know if it's because you've hung out with my mom a couple times, but uh, if things get testy around the office, or I'm looking at bass pedals online for my bass guitar, when you, instead when of you working, say when you say I need a hardcore like hour, don't interrupt me. I'm yeah, writing, and yeah. then you're shopping online. And then for I'll, bass then I'll hear the director director of them go Scott Sigler, and I'm like, oh, and I have that flashback to <laughs> a little kid. You only got you know the the first name, the full name is only used when you are really really screwing up. Well, Scott's my middle name, so I get to yeah. do the same thing Can't anytime Scott I hear. You full thing yep oh yeah, well my, when you're when, when you're, your middle name's included you're oh in. when you're when your grandma run. would say scott carl sigler it was just i might as well just go to my room run it's just done. run go yeah. for a run be better to be it'd be better to be alone in the woods <laughs> than face up to what is coming <laughs> so we uh brad pitt wins this fight and uh frankie four fingers runs into a certain demise and he does not do well he's a serious gambling addiction and uh, guy Ritchie uses a lot of fast vignettes in this yeah. so every time they mention gambling for frankie four fingers there's viva las vegas and a lot yeah. of still shots of him being all sweaty and drunk and smoking <laughs> yeah. uh and it's just the stuff he does with that is is pretty brilliant and then boris the blade winds up walking around with the with the frankie four fingers hand we don't know if it was the one with four fingers or not they never tell us that yep. yeah and then we watch Turkish go through this stumbling effort to try and find a fighter to replace uh, Gorgeous George. He winds up getting Brad Pitt to come in and as uh, Brad, Mickey, Mickey, yeah. Mickey, and Mickey winds up getting booked into several bare knuckles fights and hilarity ensues. And yes. we find out later that Mickey's been running the game all mm -hmm. along. But uh, and then it's just it, all of these stories collide close to the end. He does a weird thing at the end where he, at one minute, one hour and 10 minutes in, he goes out of order. And all of a sudden you have this linear story being told and then things are told right. flash sideways, place, flashback, yeah. and it all kind of comes together. And that's pretty cool too. And he just totally seemed to be 
Guy Ritchie is, in my opinion, it's a brilliant movie. He's totally on top of his game here. So this may be his his best hallmark. Yeah, I mean, I think this and uh, is a bookend to Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking yes. Barrels. They're his sort of love letter to the to the I think the London he wanted to exist or whatever. But I also think that the Pikey you see this a lot and you see it in a lot of movies, you see it in real life too, where you make a decision about somebody based on how they present mm-hmm. and that whole time, Mickey O'Neill is playing them. Yeah. But, but he's just letting everybody believe like, sure, yeah, no, I'll, I'll knock him out in the fourth, no problem, I'll do whatever. <laughs> and he never says yes, he just is like, yeah, let's go, let's go, A lot of shrugging. Yeah. A lot of shrugging and hold down I move my arms a little bit so everybody can see how ripped off, ripped I am. Yeah. And all his tats. He's all tatted yeah. up. So, Sweet so tats. great. It's my, it's, I think that is my favorite Brad Pitt role too. And I'm a huge a Brad role. Pitt fan. I like, yeah. just like everything he's ever done. So we get to the end of the movie and the end of the movie is a bookend, matches the opening scene, matches the ending scene. Because in the opening scene we see Turkish and Tommy talking to someone who turns out to be Doug the Head. And of course we've got Dennis Franzia who's amazing in this too. Doug, you big, fat, bald fuck. Sit down. Um, and that's that's pretty much, I mean, it's just such a crazy movie. It's hard to go through in detail and talk about it. So let's go to characters. A.K., your favorite character in this movie. I don't know. I think uh, Cousin Avi, I think Dennis Farina is... Farina. Uh, I said Franzia. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. but I think his character is interesting because of how... Um, proscribed and precise it is like mm-hmm. he's got one job and that's all he's in for he's not going to help Turkish do any he's not going to help anybody do anything mm-hmm. until he's going to get his so I love that but for me of course it's Mickey he's Mickey yeah he's okay. pulling every string that you don't know literally until the very the moment he ghosts and and then you're like oh that was pretty that's pretty good Tyler T-Bird uh, I said earlier that I liked uh, the other guy but I like uh, Doug the Head a lot I think he's hilarious <laughs> just because he's, it's, he's a brilliant character he's yeah he's He's fake, a fake Jew mm-hmm. to help his business. And I don't know. I loved all the scenes that he was included in. He made me crack up. He was an excellent straight man in this. Oh, yeah. He was, he was a target for, uh, de- for um, what did Cousin Abby? He was target for Cousin yeah, Abby's yeah. rage. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Caden? I like Mickey as well. I thought he was, the, the role as a pikey was pretty hilarious. I mean, you can't really understand anything he's saying, but <laughs> despite that, his acting in it. Brad Pitt was played it played the role perfectly and so I really liked him and uh, if you after you've watched it ten times, you understand all that stuff. So yeah. I'm just I just, didn't pick up on it at all. I'm yeah. just letting you know you will eventually understand. I just it. gave up after I mean he's mumbling. Yeah. And and you know that that uh, is is notoriously a terrible pikey accent. I yeah I don't know what I don't know that particular <laughs> yeah. culture oh, from anything. Yeah. yeah. Oh mine. Yeah. No 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 no. no Brad Pitt's. Oh, Brad really? Pitt's yeah. is is and it was like one like a sort of a raspberry type award where you're kidding. Oh yeah, like uh, either the Guardian or the Independent. I guess the Independent. I like I yeah one of the worst on screen <laughs> Irish accents ever. Okay, but the the so the Pikes are Irish. Is that well? I guess yes. Mickey. Owned, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But they, I'm sure they have their own culture after traveling around England for a while. Yeah. Yeah? Anyway, so that's kind of, that's what's neat about watching this as an American, is we're completely, mm-hmm. we have no idea whether anything's accurate or not, so we just assume everything is right on the money. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the Amer- Americans, like, oh, yeah, it's great. great. <laughs> yeah. He did a great job. Here's, a, here's an award for that. Now I'm sad. He got a Raspberry Award for that. No, that's he didn't it. get, I don't think he got a Razzie, oh. but he got, like, it was named one of the worst, the worst Irish actors. I, now I'm doing the things you didn't know about Snatch. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. See? Dadgummit. This is the first episode we've had where I don't have a list of things you did not know about Snatch. Well, and that's one of the things you did not know about I did Snatch. not, so there we have a list of 
of one thing. Two. Also, you didn't know that uh, Vinnie Jones and Jason Statham grew up together. You know what? This is great. So every episode no, now clearly wealth has to, of useless information. Clearly about has Snatch. to have things you did not know. So I'm glad you have validated that bit for us after yeah. objecting to it for so long. So now it's canon. There's nothing yeah. we can do. It's out of our control. I did like how Cousin Avi, um, Dennis Farnia plays a lot of gangster movies. Farina. Farina, I will never get it right. I should get a raspberry for this. He's played in a ton of gangster movies, and he's always a total, he's a total hard ass. He's the guy who will hit yeah. you with the gun and shoot you and whatever. Yeah. And in this one, in Kazanavi, he only touches a gun once with disastrous results, but he's perfectly happy to let Bullet Tooth Tony go. So it's hard to choose. For me, it's hard to choose between Vinnie Jones, who is just absolutely amazing. If you guys haven't seen Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, you should watch that. He's great in that. But I think Boris the Blade. Boris the Blade is my favorite. He's heavy. Heavy is solid. Solid is reliable. Selling guns that don't work to people. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's Boris the Bullet Dodger. Why do they call him Boris the Bullet Dodger? Because he dodges bullets, Avi. <laughs> <laughs> Got shot six times and survived, right? That was, was, that was the story with him. It was so great. Uh, so that's pretty much, I don't know what else we have to say about this movie. I mean, uh, too bad you didn't bring 25 things you didn't know. I about. guess I should have put that in there. I have now established that, uh, the children formerly known as my nephews, like shaky cam. So <laughs> I am, I'm, I am out on an Island in the mo- world of movie watching. Just me and my high school buddies bitching about shaky cam. That's yeah. all yeah. I need I mean, to be more progressive. Yeah. 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 I do. We got to open up, open yeah. it up a little bit. I'm, yeah. I'm going to guess that you bitch about shaking him more than your boys do. It's possible. <laughs> you bitch about taking him more than everyone. Or maybe I you know. just voice it more than you. Yeah. I, you know what? I'm I'm in touch with my emotions, Tyler, <laughs> and I feel free to express myself in any situation, especially which, when it has to do with shaky cam. Which may surprise you, a eh, that I feel free to express myself. It does. I'm sure everyone listening is like, really? Because wow. he's normally so reserved. He's a very <laughs> expressive man. He's in I am. touch with his feminine side. I am all my fully. sides. All yeah. my all sides. My side. all, so, all seven. Let's uh, let's <laughs> since we have the youngest people we've ever had on the show. Uh, episode 19, the only people besides us we've had on the show. We're going to do now is going to put you boys in the spot. Right now, what is your favorite movie? Caden. Ooh, favorite movie. I'm a big comedy guy. I really love Will Ferrell. Uh, probably, if I had to pick any Will Ferrell movie, I, I really liked The Other Guys. I thought that was the hilarious. Other guys. Yeah. Uh, if not that, then Step Brothers, that's a classic. Gator's Gotta Get His Gat. I love Gator, The Other Guys. Gator's Gotta Get His Gat. <laughs> it's just such a great, yeah, great, a, great movie. T- uh I have a couple. I mean, me and my roommates at college uh, are absolutely diehard Disney Pixar fans. Anything is that Disney, right? Yeah, whatever reason, for whatever reason, we all just kind of got hooked this semester. Uh, I mean, like recently, probably the best movie I've seen recently, I liked Moana, which was the movie, the Hawaiian movie. Okay, I love that. Uh, I'm, really, that's really sort of it. surprising. It's, yeah. it's shocking. Uh, and then, yeah. but like on the other spectrum of like actual an actual favorite movie of mine, uh, I love the movie Whiplash. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Mm-hmm. Who's in that one? Uh, uh, J- he won an Oscar. J. Yeah, what's his last name? J. R. It's the jazz oh the drummer music. movie yeah. yeah 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 you've seen that I haven't seen it yeah all right Fantastic this is movie. and this is fascinating so this is uh, uh, stereotyping uh, you guys can't you can probably hear from Tyler's voice he's a large fella it's six four two ten of these days somewhere two twenty yeah. two twenty and uh, you probably hang out with a bunch of other giant dudes on the football mm-hmm. team. And they love Pixar movies. Oh, Moana's die hard. up there. Diehard Pixar movie fans. Maybe we'll, never guessed maybe, that in a million maybe years. we should watch Moana. I guess Moana? we should. I, Mo, yeah. It's good. I mean, the, well, the music the in it's in awesome. It. The Rock plays a great character. The super egotistical, uh, big, I mean, he's he's like a a god, uh, essentially. I also read today guy. that The Rock is considering a run for president in 2020. Mm. Mm. I'll be hard pressed not to vote for The Rock. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons yes. won an Oscar Who's for Who's now in a TV show called Bosch? 
Yeah, and is that the one our our friend is producing? No, she's I got, got no, He's in another one coming out. We won't another, get that. We'll get another that great movie is Shooter. Have you ever seen that? No, I haven't. Who's oh, in that? That's good. Uh, uh, who's the lead actor in that? Pretty sure Wahlberg, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Mark the sniper Wahlberg. movie. Yeah, yeah, very good. Um, that 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 was my favorite movie for a long time. Is there Shaky Cam and Shooter? Katie? There's yes. a lot of Shaky Cam. Yes, and of course there is. God damn it! I love the Shaky Cam. I'm so mad. I'm so frustrated. <laughs> what we have to do is like sit you on the on the ca- the couch at the office. The couch at the office is is right in front of the wall sized TV projector yeah. thing. So we have yes. to sit you there, put the giant TV screen on. And like wait, make you hold clockwork orange. Like make you hold the uh, <laughs> kettlebells or something. Weigh down your hands. I mean, just make you sit there and deal with it until you get over your. I was thinking more vitriolic. Back hate. to your emotional side, you could lay on a couch and just yeah, express yeah. your emotions to a psychiatrist. So, boys, we'll finish this up with uh, what are your thoughts on my movie setup? Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, coming from from some dorm college situations, which are very uh, shaky, small. shaky to say the least. Shaky, shaky smelly. Least. I believe uh, I believe the diagonal on my screen is twenty feet. That's yeah. what I think, I think it, it is. is. Twenty feet, yeah. <laughs> it's twenty foot. It's awesome. So Although we, I we do have it. to say that when you first hooked it up and the and, and I forget what it might have been Snatch Night, <laughs> Tyler immediately is like, "What is that string thing?" Every <laughs> single time you have to go get that. I know. Uh, spider, spider web. web. Yeah, Every time spider. we turn on, we don't see it unless we turn on the projector. So I'll yeah. have to, actually, yeah. Tyler's very tall, so I'll get I'll get a ladder. I'll have Tyler knock that out after this. So there, you've been drafted to clean up spider webs. Awesome. Yes. Great. So uh, thank you guys for coming out and yeah. hanging out and being on the cast with us. Uh, you guys came to San Diego in one of the rainiest vacation weeks ever, <laughs> which stinks. Yeah. But still not a bad place to visit. Not at all. Yeah. I mean, for us, it was, you guys kept saying, oh, the weather here is horrible. We're like, this is exactly what it looks like in Chicago, except yeah. 20 degrees warmer. So we're pretty <laughs> pumped well, about it. The worst day of weather in San Diego is still pretty good. There's oh, it's better than Chicago. Days. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. way better. Yeah. All right, hey, take us out of this. Uh, okay. Um, I should have been prepared for this. And uh, since obviously, since you guys are on this, Nanny and Papa are going, which is my parents, are going to listen to this. Uh, So, (laughs) Mom, for all the cursing in this in front of your grandchildren, it's really Caden's fault. And and to be fair, this is being recorded. Uh, going into gonna, mo- in, yeah, Mother's Day. Yeah, right, right in Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. So oh, it's a Mother's Day gift for happy your sister-in-law Day. and Nanny. your mother. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Happy Mother's Day to Zippy, your yeah. mom. Uh, I gentlemen, love you, Mom. Would you like to wish your mother? Happy a- Mother's yeah. Day, Mom. I yes. love you. Yeah, Erin Sigler. Yes. She's the great. She's, she's a great one. She's awesome. She's awesome. And you better wish your, your nanny happy oh, Mother's oh, yeah. Day. Happy Mother's Day, Nanny. Yeah. Nanny, we miss you. We love you. Happy Mother's Day. We'll see you in a couple days. <laughs> happy Mother's Day, see, Mom. We're all in touch with our emotions. That's right. All right, there you and go. And I think that's it for that's episode it. 19 of Story Smack. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you come back to see us again and let us know in the comments what movie, TV show, book, or other story you would like us to talk about. Email any ideas you have to info at Empty Set. And next week, I'm not really sure what we're doing, but oh, I'm no. sure it'll be awesome. I'm sure it'll include shaky cam, probably. <laughs> it'll include bitching about shaky cam. It's, it will absolutely. <laughs> I'm gonna have to get that. a tattoo on my butt that says "Forget Shaky Cam." <laughs> you can find Scott and I both online. Scott is at Scott Sigler on Twitter and Instagram, and his Facebook page is face, uh, facebook.com/scottsigler. I am at a real girl on Twitter and at a.real.girl on Instagram. You can find this show online at scottsigler.com/storiesmack. Like I said, we'd love to see your comments there. You can always find Scott on iTunes. Search for Scott Sigler Audiobooks and subscribe. You'll get a free audiobook every Sunday, and or audiobook episode every yep. Sunday, and you'll get a big hit of Story Smack every Friday. So until next week. We will talk to you all real, real soon. soon.